A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we're already. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 729, Magical Mike. Last. <laughs> I'm trying to think Rodeo. of like just all of the different part three titles. Yeah. Uh, a new be- No. 3D. Magic. Wow, that's a very different movie. Wow, it's 4, <laughs> yeah. 4D is where yeah. it really excites. I guess that's true, yeah. <clears throat> now you can you smell spl- magic. Mike. You get splashed with Channing Tatum's sweat. <laughs> yeah. Sweat? Yeah, that, well, that's, that's... Hey, well, that's where I went with it. I mean, yeah. if you want to go somewhere else with it, that's fine. I know Ooh, getting warm in here already. Let me <laughs> take this I do. I do. <laughs> getting us all tickets to the gun show. <laughs> that's right. So uh, I guess let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. And joining us via the magic of ZoomTube from Binge Movies, it's Jason. Hey, Jason. How's it going? I'm definitely ill, but I wouldn't miss this opportunity for anything. I'm going to have to modulate myself down a little bit. One, because I sound like, thanks for having me on to ruin your podcast. And two, because I usually deal in explicit vulgarity, and this is more of an innuendo podcast, and we're talking about hogs and hog meat and beef boys, so I'm going to have to be careful. Well, we appreciate your caution. Yeah, I mean, since we worked that deal with all the elementary schools to go into their (laughs) their uh, announcement TV and everything, you picked the wrong guy for the pilot project to go in elementary schools. No, I went to Catholic schools. We didn't have. I went to Catholic school too, and you had a TV in there. Hell yeah, we didn't have TV. Was that a network for? Yeah, it was like a it was like a high school news network. We had one TV in the whole school. We had TVs in every room. It was black and white. Mm-hmm. Was it? It was. It, it was only like nine, showed kinescopes. I'll say it was nine hundred pounds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had just invented TV. To right. be fair. So I mean, <laughs> no, it only it only showed Myrtle the Talking Donkey or <laughs> Killer, whatever you talk about all the time. What's that show you talk about all the time, Tom? Mr. Ed. 
No, it's a donkey. Some some donkey show he used Fra- to watch. Francis the Talking Mule. Talk- I think you watched the wrong Magic Mike. Fr- <laughs> Francis the Talking Mule. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. There's the news. Magic review. Mike Four is where the the Tijuana news donkey. review is the one that none of us know what it is, but Tom talks about it. It's nightmare fuel, man. Go look it up on YouTube. No, we absolutely Ch- we had a TV in every room. Wow. Yeah. Was Are we going to get the Channing Tatum Francis the Talking Mule crossover? Uh, Magic Mike Four. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Channing Tatum was funny in the right thing he's not bad in this yeah uh, comparatively we'll we'll get into that. yeah so let's do, okay shameless plugs don't forget we're available on apple podcast spotify google podcast wherever you find a podcast you can find us while you're there uh follow us so you never miss an episode maybe leave us a review that's always helpful and appreciated you can also find us on facebook facebook.com slash real spoilers while you're there like the page join the group it's called the league of show shares uh, because we're hoping you'll share an episode. People who were kind enough to share an episode this week include Gabriel Lugo, Glenn Cougar, Mellon Brewer, Chris Magic Man, Phil Timon, Phil Timon. I'm saying it twice because I missed him last week. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ralph Tribble, Tammy Lynn Powers, Betts, Travis Tewitt, Chris Valls, Julianne Jordan, Josh Rosen, Dissect That Film, Laura Connolly Quiddick, Christopher Rex, Heather Sachs, Braid 1991, David Rojas, Ronnie Castle, Chris Williams, Mike, Mike, and Oscar, Geek to Me Radio, Feel and Film, Collateral Cinema, In Session Film, Binge Movies. Hey, mm. skirted See, but, the Brad Hyen rule. <laughs> yeah, wrote next the rule, week, baby. No, yeah. Dissect Film, Ryan Terry, Invasion of the Remake, and Minorities Report. So thank you very much. Some new ones in there. Yeah, there's That's a couple great. new ones on there. Right. Thank you very much for sharing an episode. We greatly appreciate it. Also, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content. And we like you extra. Yeah. By the time this airs, Halloween ends. We'll be on there. So hey, finish the great debate. That's right. We also we took a little bit of a break to give Kevin some time to catch up. We had a bunch. <laughs> in the, we had a bunch. <laughs> I realized that we had done like I didn't know the Patreon was a weekly show. <laughs> Holy cow! We did like four or five of them, and then Kevin's like, "Ah, uh, <laughs> can you chill for a second? I was like, "Oh yeah, sorry." Like, pump the brakes. <laughs> so, How many attempts at? Convincing the world that Halloween Ends is a good movie, you're going to give Joe as many. Enough well, is enough. I, <laughs> enough yeah, is this enough. Is, I will say this is this the Patreon. If you subscribe to the Patreon, this will be the last time. <laughs> That's like him promising this is my last wrestling yeah. reference. Yeah, I will never. Kevin has had to edit again. you talking about Halloween Ends. <laughs> I, I know when I got times. the notification, I didn't know they were doing it, and I get something in my inbox for Halloween Ends. I'm like, what year is this? Did I wake up in some kind of he, time? Matt more? wanted to talk about it, and I jumped at the opportunity. Opportunity to talk about it again. <laughs> so Matt's to blame. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's he's not in the room. So yes, Matt's to blame. Well, he's out of the rotation. Spe- now, so. Speaking of Matt, I'm officially here to usurp his position as the fourth and official. <laughs> I I want to be the Virgil of the NWO that is real spoilers. The, the, only what's, the Vin- only what's the his Vincent? face will get that reference. The, the Vincent. 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 I want to be the yeah. Vincent. Yes. Right. Get the, I want to quit my right. show and only show up occasionally on Real Spoilers. <laughs> we have a that's, very, that's the goal. We have a very special <laughs> test. It's called the rotation test, and you have to pass it. So guess I, we'll see. I've listened to that episode, and I don't get that joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I've never understood the joke. I, I, the rotation? That, yeah. There you go. I guess you, I guess you well, already yeah, know your answer out. then, huh? <laughs> oh, man. So, How about you just call me every time Joe doesn't show up? Hey, well, it's not the, often. Yeah, I was like, yeah. he might not always be punctual. Jason's going to start dumping tax in front of Joe's car. <laughs> <along his road. laughs> He's going to fly all the way to St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Sabotage I'm going to put him car. through a flaming table. <laughs> <laughs> 
happily. You've, oh yeah, clearly Chair overestimated. Shot right to the back. Yeah. You've <laughs> clearly overestimated the importance of this. <laughs> yeah. So Magic Mike, man. So okay. So 3D. I, before I before we get started, I'm watching this movie. The only one in the theater. Which oh. I think is hilarious. I was the so we were both the only guy in the theater. <laughs> I, no, I was the only person. Right, but you were that wow. means you were the only guy. Oh, then yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess that's fair. My theater was packed, really, oh, but yeah. I was the only one under fifty. Oh, that's interesting. I went during the well, it was Saturday yesterday weekend during the day, and it was all mostly all women. Okay, and there were two dudes, I guess, along with their perspective. Ladies. Counterpart, yeah. And, uh, yeah, but the theater was packed. No, no, that was the only person. Well, I think that was the only packed theater from what I read. <laughs> well, no, so, do you know this is limited release? I went to, a, I went to the no, pre-screening. Mm-hmm. All women sold out, hanging from the rafters, everybody working up a lather, only dude. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, How many yeah, numbers I, did you get afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> How many mom phone numbers did I get afterwards? <laughs> hey. Um, Hey, I was masked up, coughing, sneezing, oh. and uh, sweating profusely from probably some kind of fever. I think That's, I had diphtheria. They just thought and, you were uh, having a hot flash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing out of the ordinary. Like, no, I 80, sat way in the front row down away the hall. From yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sat completely away from everybody, but I had this wall of reaction behind me, which I think buoyed the film because they, oh. they were loving it. They loved every minute of this movie. Interesting. Oh. This well, especially movies. that opening, boy. And I can't say that I disagree. Yama, mama, coochie, coochie. <laughs> this movie is bad. It's real bad. I, it's real no. bad. So it's, it's not as bad as the second one, which was a Oh, I disagree. I thought the second one, this movie was not fun. There was no fun in this movie. Oh. And then they. They jettison the entire cast. That's a cash grab. Sort of. They throw them on for the worst that was, Zoom call that was, I've ever that seen. That was really weird. Yeah. To, first of all, the whole cast that you expect someone at least will return, and then to make it so choppy. When, right. when I see Kevin Nash literally sitting in his car, he's yeah. like, you know, Steven Soderbergh's like, hey, man, I need you for like... Five minutes. Right. He's like, well, I've got time between a and, wrestling appearance and, and a podcast. Joe loves well, wrestling and you know enough that, to know, you know that, that, like, that's Kevin Nash's actual car. <laughs> well, like, and you know, Joe, Joe, you know that Nash favored Nation, his contract, too. So, you know, he probably got like $10 million <laughs> yeah, for that oh, Zoom call. That's a deep cut wrestling reference that nobody's <laughs> no, going to get. Yeah. Uh, please don't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, <laughs> what the Google is for. So, so, a little backstory. This movie was an HBO Max exclusive. Oh, they popped in fifteen hundred theaters, so okay. it's a limited release, and that's okay. why I couldn't find any AMC times. Oh, okay. So it's limited, it literally limited release because you know the new guy Zasloff is like, we're gonna make every cent we can. All the straight to HBO Max stuff that was planned before he got there, yeah, he's thrown it into theaters, and so whatever they didn't do wide release for whatever reason, which they, I think is smart. As much as this guy is, I mean, we've been saying this forever. Like, why aren't you throwing these in the theaters, theaters. Right, right? Getting the revenue and then putting it on HBO, right? Max, I mean, even thirty days later. Right? Yeah, I mean, the canceling stuff is obviously just ridiculous that he does, yeah. but the stuff that's already made write it off or whatever but you're right i mean you're making this feature film with a cast and a crew that are reputable i mean it's not like it's a any lesser quality like why would you not throw it in the theater it's not like and, an american pie sequel with only eugene, <laughs> eugene levy, levy or, right? or, or jennifer coolidge right right, right. so it so makes sense so that is why because i was i messaged tom and i'm like i gotta go see this thing in the next couple of days i've only got so many openings and then around. i was like oh we should do it for the episode this week really i was like we can we do anything else <laughs> like there's gotta be something else but, but there's uh, nothing but, but 
but AMC Theater had they were all the Oscar stuff from last year. Oh, and and, I can't and I'm believe just, this. And I'm just like, how do you not have a new Magic Mike movie? Like, it just it's a big enough movie where I think they could at least throw it on a screen. But I guess again, the limited rollout. I don't know how they selected it, but Draft, so I, Draft House had it in one theater and yeah. like and but but. Was playing, but throughout at least the day. I mean, in one theater. So it's just weird that if they're going to put it out, I don't know with digital distribution, right? It's not like they're like, well, we got to make all the prints right. and send the guys. Like, I don't oh, get sure, why sure. you would throw something in fifteen hundred instead of forty five hundred, but I, I really don't get it. But anyway, so it's a limited thing. It was a straight to streaming, so they ended up reworking the deal like they're doing with some other HBO stuff. But to me, like the first one's a great movie. And yeah, Jason. Yeah, had me I, I like the first one. I I, yeah. I stick up for it all the time. Yeah. That movie works, and I've said forever that movie fo- definitely follows the beats of Saturday Night Fever. Sure, whereas it this is. one follows the beats of Staying Alive. <laughs> there you go. Like, That's very but, true. But you can go listen to binge movies. Jason had me on to talk about Magic Mike, so I had to return the favor and have him on for Magic <laughs> yep. Mike Three. But I defend that you re- that's you returning the favor for Magic Mike Three. Yeah. I feel like Jason and died. I had to watch Magic Mike XXL. <clears throat> oh, to be because I lore. never saw it. Okay, and that was okay. yeah, and to figure out okay, how do we get from here to here? You don't. I cannot believe that I'm on a podcast with you three guys, and you're sitting here dumping on a movie that opens with a 15 minute <laughs> simulated sex scene. Look, with Salma Hayek, fully clothed. What is wrong with you people? Scene? I haven't seen dry humping that severe since <laughs> middle school. Oh, like, it's what? pure dry humping, and, but I'm watching it. I'm in public. I feel like a pervert. I'm with everybody's moms. I thought that that is Steven Soderbergh is like, I want to make a step up movie with Here, an iPhone. I got to tell you. With Salma Hayek. And that's what he made. And that's what this is. I'm watching. And I thought, I thought it was so, fun. Like, I enjoyed it. Here's I, a, here's I, I liked thing. it for what it was. That scene is, is fine, right? But that's but, one of three there's only, Magic Mike scenes. There's, like, there's like so little dancing. And then he does almost no dancing. Yeah. And Do you remember how much time in the first movie, Tom, Magic Mike spends trying to sell ecstasy or trying to get the kid to stop selling ecstasy. <laughs> yes, why so little stripping. The marketing for the Magic Mike series is watch Channing Tatum swing his ding dong and watch these guys <laughs> well, the f- watch these guys take their hogs out. But if you actually watch the movie cuz Kevin watched yeah. it with me and I and, and watching XXL, there's the same amount of stripping in this as there is in the other. Now, with the exception of at one point when they finally at the end when they finally are showing this off-Broadway musical in England, they do a montage over all the dancing. Right. It's like, it's, like it's the Cannonball like Run 2 yeah, of male well, yeah. stripping yeah. movies yeah, yeah. where at the end they just showed a car chasing yeah, an animated right, right. car on a map. Right? It's like, yeah. it's a, but your whole thing is about cars. And yeah. so, like, so the first Magic Mike movie is. It, it it is like Saturday Night Fever in that people misremember what that movie is, right? They yes, they, they right. get so focused on the dancing that they forget that it's kind of a dark, sad movie, yeah. right? And yeah, it's a really good movie, but it's really it's good, really good. And and Saturday Night Fever is the same way. Like that movie's really bleak, right? There's yeah. suicide, there's rape, yeah. there's I mean, it's yeah. it's a dark movie. And and then in the second one, they're like, okay, you just want to see the hot guys dancing? Fine, yeah. give it to them. Right, yeah, and I'm like, right. okay, this is a bad movie, but it's it's. There's... Didn't we cover it? I think so. I think we did during yeah. Misbegotten sequels. No, I think we, didn't we? No, bring the wives a regular. On? Yeah, it was a regular episode. Okay, yeah. okay. Maybe you weren't. Oh on no, it no. I mean, Saturday Night Fever or Staying Alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was Misbegotten. Yeah, okay, Misbegotten yeah, yeah, okay, sequel. Okay. Yeah. So like the second one's not good, but like it's like oh, we're, it's we're just gonna play the hits. People want to see the dancing. We're gonna give you the dancing with a modicum of plot. So the second one is 
is uh, Bad News Bears breaking training, right? That's they're exactly. all in a van. They're driving across the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, you know, there's so little dancing. But this, this one is a This is a Save return- the Teen Center movie from the 80s is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, like, if they yeah. had to save the theater, like, oh, my gosh, we're running out of money. We have Empire to save Records. this historic this, yeah, theater. I'll you one better. This is Mickey, <laughs> Rooney, plot. and Judy Garland. Like, hey, kids, let's put on a show. Like oh sure yeah but it's but you know what Kevin Brackett has converted me to the Magic Mike franchise <laughs> because I'm now a fan of all of these movies See? and I as a pro wrestling fan I love watching beefed up guys <laughs> oil themselves up and writh- writhe around and the fact that Joe pretends he's uncomfortable watching this I didn't say I was uncomfortable movie, watching there's it. in this movie that he doesn't watch Monday <laughs> Tuesday Wednesday and Friday it's Monday and it's Wednesday. <laughs> And maybe and Friday. Friday. You're, maybe you're following okay. that okay. Line, some, story line. Okay. Some on demand. Maybe. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 Highlight maybe. it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, Sunday. Thank you very it's much. It's the same thing, <laughs> though. Right. Right? It's, it's soap opera. It's drama. To me, I went into this. I saw hardly any trailers for it. I'm watching the movie. I feel the excitement of the crowd. And again, that buoyed me and buoyed my experience. But... I'm immediately realizing, oh, this is a Save the Teen Center movie. This is yeah. breaking. This is an yeah. 80s movie. This is this is a, a throwback. Steven Soderbergh, and it's, it ends up being a step-up movie. Steven Soderbergh went back to Channing Tatum's roots. <laughs> and he's like, it's a step-up movie where we never learn the names of any of the characters in the dance <laughs> troupe. They don't have any names. They don't have any personalities. They're found in a montage. They hump a bunch of hot women, a bunch of hot dudes humping hot women. That's the end of the movie. And they and, perform and in a montage. As, yeah, right. Yeah, everything's in a montage. <laughs> and for that, it's like, okay, it's great. Some Hayek's holy, Some Hayek holy. is unbelievable. <laughs> unreal in this movie. Yeah, like, sure. Her body was yeah. made by the Unreal Engine, Tom. Yeah. The, this woman is 50-something 50, years old. She's 56. 50. It's, it's, unbe- it's yeah. unbelievable. It's unreal. She, was, was she... What was the first movie she was in? Uh, I mean, I remember Probably seeing her in Mexico. Desperado. Was it Desperado? Was the first? Because I remember Desperado, but I didn't know if she had done anything. Desperado from Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. Like the, the first thing I remember she, was Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. But, oh, okay, is okay. she in El Mariachi or is was she no? Just no, Desperado. no, Desperado. And then she. I mean, she was in. I think those are the two that people were just like, "Uh, excuse me, yeah. who are you?" And <laughs> she became a megastar. And I. It's funny. I was talking to my wife before I left, and she's like, what happened to her? Like, where did she go? And I was like, she must have married some dude. And, like, that was it. Like, some – and then she looked up. She's like, some – she married some businessman. That's what his job says is businessman. He's a fashion guy. There it is. Multi-billionaire. That's exactly – and now she she can do a Magic Mike 3. But she's in uh, The Eternals. That's true. So, I mean, she still pops up That's my point, though, is, like, she can – Cherry, it, she's almost like Daniel Radcliffe at this well, point. But she's she been can, working for, I mean, think of when Desperado oh, was in the, the 90s. Like, she's and look, Selma Hayek looks amazing, but Hollywood isn't clamoring for 56-year-old starlets. That's true. Well, right? she's, like, she's in those Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife's yeah, movies. Oh, she's yeah. that's been that's on right, several right. streaming directed Apple Plus shows that nobody watches. She's the star in a couple of those. So, but she's really she's, good. She, I mean, she looks great. Obviously, it's amazing that you know. I mean, she looks as good, if not better, than the I '90s. Mean, this plays like fan fiction. Like, oh, Magic Mike falls in love with a woman fifteen years his senior. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah but that, exactly. No, but but she's that's a, it, Tom. This movie is a pure fantasy. It's a yeah. fantasy for 
divorce or divorcing women that you're going to be able to get a hot uh, 40-year-old, right? And, and um, it's a fantasy for white white 40-year-old dudes whose none of their dreams worked out, which is me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. Your son, Selma Hayek, with an endless supply of cash, is going to roll into town. You're going to be a bum in her house, and she's going to be like, But uh, this storyline makes let, no sense. There, let it, me, give you, honestly, let me sense. give you less than six figures to, to me down. <laughs> Joe, if Salma Hayek gave you sixty grand to sleep with her, would you not do it? Come oh, on, are you kidding me? She gave you six dollars. <laughs> if Salma, yeah, if Salma Hayek said, "Get on this private jet, I'm taking you to a faraway land for no." Well, I mean, reason. I do have a family I have to think about. <laughs> I would abandon all family, friends, I, religious I, conviction, and I would get on that plane. You can take me to Istanbul. I don't care where we're going. I felt like this movie needed to steer into because it's like because Steven Soderbergh's back directing, so it has this kind of art house feel sometimes. I, I, I'm so glad and, you brought that up. And it needed to steer into this woman's clear mental illness. Sure. Like she, oh, yeah. she clearly yeah, desperately is, is is bipolar yes. or something. There's something going on with this woman. Like yeah. the wiring's not not right. When she starts yeah. yelling at him in the back of that car, yeah. Because he was like, Hey, oh, I just want to make sure we're I was good. very triggered. I'm like, I this is my first marriage. I bet Except you were. she didn't look like Selma Hayek. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if she did, you'd be like, I, I, I think put up I, with a little bit. Extra. I think some like at some point is like, you think I'm crazy or something. And Katie turns to me and she goes, she's crazy. <laughs> she, she but crazy. Like, yeah. There's that. There's this whole scene where they're in the back of this limo and she makes a move on him. And Channing Tatum is like, hey, I just want to make sure we're on the same page He's here. Literally just get, like seeking Enthusiastic with consent, consent, right? Like that's all. And she's like, "What?" She's about to I'll roll, do- duck, and roll out of yeah. the car. Like. And, he, and like the look on his face, I was like, "No, man, you gotta go." She's like, "Hey, <laughs> I'm Gen X. You dive in, and you hope you got it right. <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's how it works." Yeah. And he, I just picture, you know, he's like, "Man, I'm gonna end up on Dateline. Like yeah. this is gonna be a- all right." They don't do this anymore. Oh, they don't. They don't do the catch a predators anymore. Oh, People it. started killing themselves. And they oh, felt, oh, well, geez. too too bad. And Chris Hansen so still does it on YouTube and D- out, of, out of his own apartment. And does it's he? Called to, it's called Have a Seat. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and right. And he sells know that. that is even cups, better. Beer koozies and merchandise. Chris Hansen has his own T-Public. issues because he was apparently like writing bad checks and like. It oh, was oh yeah, hey, I gotta tell you, yeah. you write a bad check compared to the the guy trying well, to yes. solicit sexual. Oh, we're not favors putting him on the same <laughs> level. Yeah. No, he's still just like he he, yeah. he ended up with a whole lot of issues with money. Okay. Oh, he didn't handling. write a bad check for a carton of milk, Joe. He wrote <laughs> several bad checks covering. Thousands of thousands. I heard, of I heard he wrote yeah. bad checks for Magic Mike 3 tickets. Hey, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. But I will say, I'm glad you brought up Steven Soderbergh because I'm sitting here watching this and I was like, man, because is there somebody trying to do a faux Steven Soderbergh no, the entire time? And then him. it gets to the end and I was like, wow. But, yeah, but this, this is Steven Soderbergh. Have you looked at his movie. filmography, though? This is the guy who directed Oceans 13. Like, uh, hey, you those are talking Ocean, about Soderbergh. Those Oceans he, movies, I, I love think, are him, fantastic. You got to pay I love for a them, lot of your art house well, stuff, but you know? We've talked about him before, is that he kind of got into the one for me, one for you yeah. right. kind sure. of thing. So I think this must have been the one for you. But I, I think he likes exploring no. these characters. It's not. Yeah. He it, But then he I wish he had. Yeah. Like right. No, he like, didn't direct this, the second one, but he wrote, shot, and edited the second one. This yeah. is his passion project. Yeah. He helps produce the live show. Wait, he wrote, like, shot, and edited the second one too? He's a cinematographer of oh, the dang. second magic okay. Mike, and he Does it look like a Soderbergh it. movie? I don't even remember anymore. It, it, it all looks the same. Like cash I just, so let me interject here real quick. I'm surprised you feel this way, Tom, seriously, because this to me felt like a return 
closer it's, to what they were doing in the first it one. It felt yeah. like someone yep. trying to emulate the first one. And like there are scenes, there are moments, especially at the beginning, I was like, it's got that more handheld yeah. camera yeah. thing. And Big I time. was like yeah. I was like, Oh, maybe this is gonna be a thing. And and I was even on board for like the the first big dance and the ridiculous setup, but then the longer it goes on like the dumber it gets, and and I really thought like, like oh maybe the payoff is it's going to be kind of a head fake. They, they're going to make you think we're doing this, yeah. Like hey kids, let's put on a show thing, and then it's and then they're going to pivot and be like, that's insane what this woman is trying to do, <laughs> mm, and and like she's not right in the head, and then the, <laughs> and then the third act's going to be about like surprise. This has actually been a serious yeah, movie about yeah. mental illness, and like, <laughs> but it's. It's not. No, they it's, just... I, I thought... Like, so the the premise is just... <laughs> because I think we're going to have a lot of people watching this that aren't going to bother to watch the movie, sure, right? Sure, sure, So sure. The, the premise is she meets Magic Mike. He's... Whatever business he started at the end of the first one, the pandemic has killed it. He's bartending. She's, she's a rich socialite doing some sort of charity thing. He's a mm-hmm. bartender at this party, and... And she's like, you're hot. You should put it in me. And <laughs> and so then he does this big, ginormous dance scene. Hope you enjoy it because he's going to have to tide you over for the next hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> Before you see him ever yeah. again. Well, and, see him without a shirt on. Yeah. So then she's like, I'm super rich. I'm getting divorced. Let's go to London and piss off my husband. And the and fact so, that he would do it without any details. He doesn't yeah. ask any, what am I going to be doing? I mean, it's Well, just, I think to some degree he no, doesn't have... No, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, guys I, are missing I do, a plot. I do, I do agree with Jason points. here, is that this, we know that he has nothing going on. He's got nothing going Correct. on. And if, Sel, and if Selma life. Hayek Well, says, hang on, hang on. No, you I, guys are missing two plot points here. Plot point number one is her lawyer for this foundation is one of the girls from this sorority with the ecstasy party from the first movie. Same actress, same character. Yeah. She recognizes him as a stripper and is like, hey, you're a divorced woman who's like kind of going bonkers. That's how she knows that. That's I how, like yeah. that. I like that That's how Sam Hayek knows that he's really a, a This guy should give you a dance and lift your spirits or whatever. Yeah. So that, and that's, yeah, that's how that gets hooked up. Two, he is ducking his friends, who are not characters in this movie, from the first two films, the, the Kings of Tampa, because they invested in his business. His furniture He business. owes them a bunch of money. Okay. Yeah. And so the reason why he takes this crazy job is because, to Joe's point, he has nothing going on. And two, he feels guilty because he took all this money these guys had from their successful you know, show or whatever, which they don't have a lot of money to speak, you know. He took a lot of their money that they don't have to give. But are they just trying to turn Mike into a saint? Like, they're like, bro, it's cool. It's called an investment. It didn't work out. And it's like... Like, you didn't steal our money. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's just weird that they make the character feel like like you're supposed to put him up like, what what an incredible human being. Like, (laughs) dude, they... Remember the end of the first movie? Where the whole thing is about him saving money so he doesn't have to be a stripper. And he covers the debt of the guy who screwed yeah. him over in the entire movie. That's Mike's character. He's yeah. the hooker with the heart of gold. No, he I mean he is a good person. I'm just saying like the guys are like, dude, it's called an investment. They explain yeah. they let him off the hook. I thought it was really odd that I didn't see any of the trailers either. I didn't know they were going to London. I'm like, this is <laughs> this is bizarre. I had no idea what this movie was about. And yeah. then I'm like, well, where are the other guys? And they just have him pop up on his <laughs> cell phone as names. And I'm like, what? Like, oh, yeah, how are yeah. they? Are they not going to be in this? Oh, but when he's overseas, <laughs> he goes on a Zoom call. The worst. The, like, man. is this a commercial for Zoom? Because I'm telling I you. Not. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, our video looks better than this major motion picture with yeah. Zoom. It is like the choppiest. I'm guessing they all film their stuff separately and they had to slow it down yes. and chop it up to make uh, it sync. Yeah, they didn't have sense. enough footage. That makes sense. It had to be because it they... is. It is also funny. This is <laughs> Kevin Nash, who I think in the first movie, right, has the had the long 
long hair, mm-hmm. big beard. He knew that his hair was going. That's Tarzan. Okay. So he cut it all off to mm-hmm. look like a normal human being. And I do think it's <laughs> hilarious that in this one, they're like, no, just leave it short. Like, I have to believe that he's like, I'm filming this in my car. I'm not putting on a wig. Right. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> he's like, you can deal with like my short, normal looking haircut. And it's just like, oh, Kev. Like, at least hopefully he got paid. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I something. can't believe that I'm on this show as the defender of the Magic Quest. <laughs> it's a bad movie. Well, I, can't I, believe it either. I didn't think I was going to be the defender <laughs> like, because I didn't think it was anywhere near as good as the first one, but I thought it was leaps and bounds over the second. I, like, this, this story, I think the so, second one is fun. I think the Because here's the thing. I didn't watch the first one until I knew there was a second one. And that was my reason for not liking it on, the, on binge movies uh, because I was like, this whole thing is a drama about can this guy get out of this lifestyle and the second movie is he goes right back to that right. lifestyle to go have fun in Myrtle Beach. I couldn't and believe I, I so, had to sit there and defend Magic Mike one. I seriously like had this throwdown argument with Jason. Like, how this movie's so good? <laughs> Magic, you the not? first Magic Mike is it? it they, to me, it killed the it killed the tension of the narrative yeah. because I know he's not he's obviously not going to get out, and the, the we don't want him out because we want to see him hang. That dog. one I though, mean, I think that you <laughs> see this with movies that shouldn't have had sequels all the time, yes. right? Like yeah. they resolve the conflict in the first one, Jaws. Yeah. But yeah, but like when, as you go to make the next one, well, but people want to see that that specific yep. conflict, so right. you have to come up with some plot device that completely undermines the what happened in the first movie, so you can still have that conflict. Yeah. Like I, I, I think now, that, I think the second one is a lot of fun, and I think this one is a weird. Semi sad fever dream somewhere in between the first and the second. But one. like the stuff kind of, that Mike's kind doing. of fun, but uh, and I, the I mean ultimately I think some of the choreography in this that we actually isn't montaged over is great. There's that, great choreography when they when they give it to you, right? You yeah, know, it's like, great. But you know another franchise I think that does this even though it's very popular and people love it is Rocky. Sure, right? That oh, yeah. first Rocky movie is perfect, and the whole point of that movie is. You can win without winning, right? Right, yeah, and right. The, yep. and then after that, he just wins and wins and wins. Well, and wins. he doesn't win in three. He loses a lot throughout. But, but those no, he movies. doesn't though. Doesn't he? He, no. loses, so he loses, but he in, always wins. He loses in one. He wins in two. He loses and wins in right. three. Because right. then the the paradigm or the 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 motif is that. He loses the first fight, right? And then he has to build back <laughs> uh, up know, to and, have the comeback at the end of the and movie. Actually, watching Creed two. It's only happened once, Tom. It only happens in Rocky Three. He doesn't fight. Uh, okay, he but he lose. he has a loss because in in Rocky Four he watches Apollo get killed. Correct. Yes. Right. Uh, correct. It is. It correct. is interesting in Creed Two when they kind of do their own version of that, where Drago gets DQ'd in that first fight. So like he doesn't lose, but he obviously does lose. Right. It's a. It's a, It was an interesting little like way to get around. That, five, and then Rocky Five the is is Magic Mike's last dance because he spends the whole movie not fighting exactly <laughs> until the very end. Until the very end, he loses uh. in Rocky Balboa. Mm-hmm. He does not win that fight in Rocky Balboa. Yeah, and then we're done. Yeah, and now that he fights cancer, yeah. and wins but that so one too. This, but well, this, we'll see. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. But what I like about all three of these movies in the trilogy is they're not just about stripping. They're not just an excuse to have the dances. Sure, there's a lot of it sprinkled throughout, but you see Mike actually grow and mature as a character. And in this movie, as the final chapter in the trilogy, and ten years later, you see a lot of growth. I think. For Mike, and when they're not dancing, which there's very few of, it was a lot about him dealing with his issues. I I thought it was interesting. The first one might be the greatest marketing ploy I've ever seen in a movie, right? Because they market that movie as a male stripping movie. And you have Matthew McConaughey, who I think at that point was like 
tippy top guy on you know he's like one of the top actors in the world at that point like he was riding really high reconnaissance uh, yep. yeah big big time you had channing tatum yep. you had mm-hmm. uh matt bomber and jason no joe mantelabdecca joe manginello that guy uh, Mr. So Vergara. Had, <laughs> that's also very true. But yeah, they were trying to recreate Sex in the City. That's exactly. Right? Like it. Sex in the City in terms of the marketing campaign. Because yes. Sex in the City was like, hey, girls, come to the show and get liquored up and have a good time. Make it a girl's It was night. the same thing, right? Yeah. And you Which is the plot check. of her show in Magic Mike 3. That's right. The, yes. Hey, girls, come out to the stodgy <laughs> theater, how but cool, get liquored up and that, have a good time. Like, female that's empowerment. what irritates me. Like, this pr- the, the premise is ridiculous like like we're gonna so there's a play in this radigan theater which is the family name of her husband right yeah and And the bad guy from the great mouse detective okay yeah and so (laughs) and and so Uh. there's a play that's very like it's a costume drama very very highbrow stuffy right and that she closes it even though it's very successful. I like the line where the guy's like, what? we're sold out every yeah, night. What cap- are you doing? We're yeah, but she's was, trying to get back was, at her ex-husband. Okay. I mean, it's... Okay, but, that was a weird twist, though. But, like, that, I, I get yeah. it from a getting back yeah. at her husband standpoint, yeah. right? But what makes no sense is that she's like, and then what we're going to do is mm-hmm. we're going to reopen the play, but we're going to replace it with Folger's Coffee and see if anybody <laughs> notices, right? Like, we're going to replace it with this male strip show and that... People are just going to love it anyway. And that, that is because she wanted a, to be about female empowerment. No, but that's a good but point. That's ridiculous. But then why invite? So the, the whole thing is they want to they want the same people to come back to this show. Right. There's no mention that it's turning into a right. strip show. She's like, I'm going to bring back people who love and are anticipating stuffy theater. But and yeah. give them a male strip show and they will love it. But when they no, when they all of not. the guests show up. The the women are dressed like they're going to not a stuffed shirt theater. Right. They're dressed they're like the they're, club. They're, that's exactly. Yeah. They're going yeah. to a strip show. But and I was sense. like, so wait, how did they know to dress differently? Well, the and, invites that they sent out were for, I thought, was like that unicorns on the invites. I thought. No, that, it was like that. It was the it was her eye. It was like is like the the poster was like, you know, Isabel's whatever the fuck it was yeah but they, they, kevin's right though they changed the title they called it revelation or something yeah. like that and they added like unicorns and a bunch of other stuff oh, they but did. it was yeah, in the I, same style it was in the same, yeah, aesthetic, it was the same style but they i thought they elements. did add other stuff to the invitations yeah. and yeah i don't i don't know i i get i mean i get that's ridiculous but i think at some point he's trying to balance the the serious stuff that he wants to explore but he's also trying to make a crowd pleasing because he knows the crowd that's going to come out to the movie the one that came out that i saw at the theater i mean that's sure. the market and just make that movie like that's what i'm saying like but then this, it would have been two and we'd be like i don't know i just think I, that would have been a- i would have had more respect for that movie it's it wouldn't have been for me yeah. i wouldn't have enjoyed it yeah but like i would have at least understood it. this this felt like i, and I agree like with you. this this makes no sense because like on the one hand they're saying I'm going to put on something really bad to embarrass my husband, but also women are going to love it and it will be a raging success. I don't success. think she said I want it to be very bad. She wanted to no, cancel the she never thing. Said that. That, yeah. But she wants to embarrass her husband by, well, just, by tanking just, the show. Just, no, she doesn't no. want to tank the show. No. Just her messing with it. Yeah, just her with changing the, the theater, but All this yeah. guy cares about is money. Like if <laughs> if she replaces one incredibly successful thing with a different incredibly successful thing, <laughs> she owns it legally. She said that she got the theater, so the money isn't no, going to him no, either way. So, but it's yeah, not, but you're no, you're, like, you're missing the. Hey, come on, 
Tom, you've seen movies. You know what tropes are. He is a stuffy guy. He's the prim and proper British guy who's like, we don't want to break tradition. Mommy doesn't want me to break from tradition. No matter if the show is successful or not, it's going to break from tradition. Like, that's the character. Well, I think, I think the line is that she doesn't, like, the, the whole deal is negated if, if she like brings shame shame to the, to the family, family yes, name, correct. and then yeah. that's what which this... we find out in the third act, basically. I mean, but if it, it yeah, like we find that out very <laughs> late in the game. But also, if if it's a hit, that she didn't bring shame. I, I, but I don't think that's how they. But that's I don't think how they. Good luck because it's not good luck proper. Good luck it's, making it's, that it's, argument in court. <laughs> You're <laughs> talking about high art versus low art. Good that's luck what making that argument <laughs> in court. Like the movie is the movie is trying to make the argument for two twofold. One, Salma Hayek had this religious experience that was probably mania <laughs> right <laughs> brought on by being dry humped by Shannon Tatum she wants other women who are shackled by the fetters of patriarchy to feel the freedom of a man grinding in that 15 minutes under- in that show I would, she wants I the would magic understand of magic and agree, to go global I would understand and agree with everything about yeah. that if she was insane like if she this is. movie, if this movie would acknowledge the fact that she's crazy pants, having it a mental does. health breakdown, it, does. Oh, it just plays no, as a it joke. Doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. It ends with the show is a hit, and we're all winners and we're together, and we stuck it to the man. And it's like I'm not even convinced that this <laughs> husband. I'm not even convinced that this husband is all that bad. Like. I mean, the oh, entire scene with the well, daughter, though, the daughter doesn't even call her okay, mom. Oh, hang on. Hang that, that's on. what that lunch the reveal is. The only thing we have to know about the, the affair with the assistant is what the crazy lady told That's us. true. He never he never says we anything never about it. We never see him with the assistant. We never, like, he doesn't even really say anything all that bad and about also, her. Also, he goes over to the house, and she <laughs> clearly has moved a stripper in with their teenage daughter, yeah, and he's yes. kind of chill about it. <laughs> He well, like he does. What about like, this well, guy? Does, is that bad? He, he, he does closes say, the whole thing down. This is a inappropriate. He closes the whole show down. Yeah, he's not and chill calls about it. He closes the whole production He sees down. her and he says, "Because of what you brought but, in with her daughter." But he yells at her. But he's to like, Tom's "You brought point. this weirdo." He's like, "I question your judgment." Yeah, right. Yeah, but, but, but to like, Tom's point, I, is, I think you're. I think there's some projection. No, I don't think so. I don't think. I think there might be a little bit. But, but, but. She, I mean, she has multiple instances with Mike where she's crazy. Yeah, I Brooke probably wanted to explore this aspect, and they're like, "Okay, dude, should've. if you want to make this movie, that would have been a good movie." But, but I bet you, they're like, "You want to, you want to end your Magic Mike trilogy ten years later or whatever? You need to make this a little bit mainstream, so like you can." delve into his uh his business being shattered because of the pandemic you know your relationships ending your you know your friends being distant and you feeling like you you betrayed them and owe them money you can explore all this stuff but we are not going into a mental health <laughs> breakdown of this woman but, we're gonna but, empower but we're gonna, women we're gonna throw some i don't i, I i'll disagree I, though because i don't think you tell steven soderbergh at this point a damn thing yeah, about what he does no in but movie. here's the thing kevin i think this this i like Maybe it's because I just watched these movies again. <laughs> I think this is akin to what all of these movies are. Like when he picks that 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 the nurse, the the kid's sister in the first movie, she's awful. She's an awful person. The second movie, she's not even in it, but she she he she breaks up with him as he proposes to her on the beach. That's what Mike tells us. Then he ends up with Amber Heard, who is the worst, most negative person. In that you group mean, of friends, they oh, meet Oh, I was in like, you mean in real life or in general? No. She <laughs> is a horrible, negative, awful character. Part of Mike's toxic traits is that he is 
he is attracted to crazy women. That is his part of his movie. downfall. I want to see and that movie. Like, that is this movie. No, it's not. Because because they, they, but they live happily ever after. And, right. and, yeah, exactly. and they play it for jokes. Right. They, they play it. No, every, but, so even but, when, when she's he, arguing with him, about, no. she's like, hey, you're the you're the creative director of this thing. <laughs> right. But I'm going to do all the creative work for you. And he's just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, so what I thought, honestly, what I thought was going to happen is that she was going to be giving him all of these notes. She's going to be bringing in all of these things. And he... He was just going to be like, okay, 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 and then when we get to the end, it would be a different. Show. It would be a complete. Yeah. It would be his thing. Yeah. And also, is that I? So I've only seen the first. I've never seen the second one, and the first one was forever ago. Is there any like indication that he is like creatively? He wants to make his own show. Oh, he makes his own furniture. He was. He's always no, but to make he, he makes the show in the second one. He convinces oh, okay. them to get okay. rid of all of their their tried and true acts and their dance routine that they've already done. And he's like, if we're going to go out, we're going to go out in style. So and he's he, Anna Kendrick from pitch perfect or yeah. Kind or, of. That um, second one is a pitch perfect movie for yeah. sure. Okay. Or glee. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. We're like, had a, we're going to do don't stop believing. We're going to just make up a song on the spot. And we'll win state. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. no, they rehearse. They rehearse in magic. Mike XXL. <laughs> yeah, they true. get rid of all their costumes. Cause he's like, you're, we're playing these characters, but those aren't our passions. Let's, they get high off of ecstasy, and they're like, let's figure <laughs> okay, out what our okay. passions are. Okay, so there are. is some background. And then they, they um, have several days to rehearse a new routine, and then they go to the stripping convention. And, and then their drill instructor and... uh, gets blown up, <laughs> and they have to do it all. But he's very, he's very creative. I okay, mean, he, so he makes is, the there furniture. Is, there's, a, there's a precedent for the him dances. being yeah, able to like yeah. put a show together. Well, and he did. I mean, he crafted that whole 15-minute thing we see with Selma Hayek that gives her this revelation. So I mean, that's me, a that, big routine. But there's a big difference. Many Britney Spears types figures have married or dated a There's a big dancer. difference between doing a, a, a an improv one person mm. thing and a giant putting on a production. Yeah. production. Yeah, sure. Well, sure. a production. I mean, let's be honest. That play sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but it was creative, though. Still, like the like, things yeah. he the came up with. Like, like the, he had to, yeah. he moved the whole room around, and so I, I get it. That, yeah, like, he, pulled, he changed the stage. You can say it's just dry humping or whatever, but like he was picking out things, and he saw it in his mind. He's like, I'm going to go there. Like he choreographed it, and so that's to lead you in this movie and the story. She sure. saw his genius of like, oh, that wasn't just put me in a chair and hump me. It was, oh, we're going to go to the window. I'm going to move this. We're going to go to the bar. I'm going to hang upside down. Like right. he did choreograph it. Right, he's right, like right. Sherlock Holmes. Yes, yeah. and the Robert Downey. <laughs> It is. Sherlock Holmes, where he's like, <laughs> got but it. Okay. But then Got that's it. where Selma Hayek. Exactly Hayek's, how to get you wet. And then Selma Hayek's like, well, I want people to experience this. I own a theater. We'll make a show and he can choreograph it. So it does kind of play out in the story. Right. That was very good. Getting, time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, and it's, yeah, it, this, I thought this was whatever. But okay, you say in this movie, there's hardly any stripping, dancing, choreography, whatever. There's, right? there's right? two, there's right. two big there's, scenes. There's, there's the there's the big dance at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's half of a really good dance on the bus that lasts oh, about that forty was five. Cool. That, that was bus cool. scene was really good, except mm-hmm. it stopped like forty five seconds. That, in. that whole I was like, Edna, why yeah. are we stopping? That this? Was weird. That, yeah, yeah, that whole yeah. Edna. Yeah. thing felt like the most Steven Soderbergh thing I've seen. Yeah, and I was like, I, oh, I like yeah. that, yep. and I like that dance scene, and I was like, this is really good. The and ending different. was weird, and then then it just stopped. <laughs> it yeah. All of a sudden, it turns into Birdman. Yeah, and it's I was over. like, ending was happened? really weird. I don't know what her fascination was with, with Swan Lake. Well, I know, but it's yeah. like that was just a weird. But and then okay. you get then you get the montage of when they're picking yeah. out their dancers. 
Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to hire dancers, not right. strippers. So they go right? to like the street artists, break dancing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. and then you the basically montage just the, the, end. the big montage okay. at the end. So I get it. And, and I'm not arguing. And, There's the, not a... the, and then Channing Tatum, of course, finally comes back. And not, and that's the best. That's the best dance that scene. That dance scene in the, in the rain. Fantastic. Or the fake it's rain. Great. That was great. Yeah. With the sliding really, around. That was yeah. great choreography. Yeah. That was great. There's a level of, man, I feel old, when Channing Tatum takes the jeans off and he's wearing knee pads. And I was like, God dang it. You can see through his jeans. His pants in the first oh, scene on the really? table. He's got knee pads under his. Well, and I was hilarious. wondering how yeah. in that scene he they can dance on their feet but slide. I so maybe there's something on their shoes. I don't know. I was just like, how are they not slipping? You know, I but, thought I was singing the same yeah, thing. It looked but, amazing. But that mm-hmm. scene is great. That yeah, ballet yeah. and what like that yeah. scene is really really yeah. good. So here's my weirdest complaint about the whole movie. Not okay. enough pants off. They don't take their pants off. <laughs> I thought it was very weird. What? It's what? a male review type it's a thing. Male, and he That's says true. to them, That's he true. says to them, have you, you boys, you better prepare yourself because yeah. you're going to be naked in front of a room yeah. full of middle-aged, horny women. Yeah. They, all hopped up they on never, because they never the go into like banana hammocks. They, they never, never do. Have, they're and, always wearing pants. And they wear pants the whole I time. I thought it was very odd for the setting what's, for the show. Actually, what's what? odd, yeah. it, to Tom's point, is the entire, right? No pants, except for... The ballet dancer whose ass cheeks are right. hanging out the. Nah, I'm not for, arguing for a movie that's supposedly <laughs> that's about exactly female it. empowerment. That's what I'm saying. The she has most, the skimpiest. The outfit, most yeah. skin we see is from the, the only female dancer uh-huh. in the production. But hey, uh-huh. Mike and I ain't mad at it, brother. Dancing. I ain't mad at no, it. No, I'm not mad at but it. Mike choreographed that dance. Not <laughs> exactly. they're like, here's a little song oh, for the husbands fair. who got dragged. Well, the see, theater. that's what I was I thinking, think, right? I think like it was that's too. where you get the female this, MC. This, well, you get the Selma Hayek. The, that opening scene is both for dudes and yeah. ladies. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Then you get the it's female. a good scene. It is weird. I do. It's long, and if you're like uncomfortable, it is very long. Like you know, but it's a good like the choreography of. Of what they're trying to do, it's a good no, scene. It, you know? it, when he when he jumps up on that, and I was like, do people have like fake pull up bars? Rich in their people, house? yeah. <laughs> and then like his pants just drop off. Yeah. I was like, that was pretty good. That was a good little move right there. Well done. Um, Joe's like filing that yeah, away yeah. for Valentine and yeah. mates. Yeah, go home and try to be upside down. My <laughs> 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 fuck, I dislocate my shoulder. She told the story. Did you guys hear the story? No. So when they were doing that scene, and he was upside down, Selma Hayek. Uh, he started like losing his grip upside down and he grabbed her pants or whatever, her dress or whatever. And then she was worried that she couldn't remember if she had underwear on or not. So he's like, cover your head, protect your head. I'm falling. She's like, no, no, no. And is holding on her pants because she was too worried about if she had underwear or not. And so like he was almost, like fell on her head. And the fact that yeah. she went, well, well. The fact that she went onto the set during that scene when that was happening, I don't know where it tells you everything. <laughs> or or the could chemistry have. between yeah. these two. Yeah. She's, or she's like, have. it's a jump ball. Maybe yeah. I have underwear on. Maybe I that's, that's but yeah, I Schrodinger's think, panties. That yeah, that, right. that opening scene and that closing scene, because that 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 ballet dancer is also drop dead gorgeous. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um so there are, and I was like, St- Steven Soderbergh knows what he's doing. I think like, that in the first both two those, movies, backloading the dancing so people ex- leave happy. Yes, like it's exactly it's like an right. action movie where it's like it's boring, boring, boring. Right. The last twenty minutes all action, and you leave going. <laughs> yeah. But I want to go back to the first movie, which we both agree is excellent, yeah. and. You there's agree there's not features. that much dancing in this? There's not that much dancing in that but one. But he made an interesting movie around not a lot of yeah. dancing. Here, he makes yeah. a bad movie around not a lot of dancing. <laughs> so if you're going to make a bad movie, then you got to give me yeah. the dancing. But if if you're going to make a good movie and you, you're bait and switching <laughs> me on the dancing, yeah. like that, okay. So here's, this is my, 
we're going back to the David Zaslav thing, yeah. Where apparently the Disney Warner, not Disney, but the Warner Brothers Discovery thing is not happening. Like the merger. No, the, it is. They just they're not getting rid of they because they realize yeah. people still want their five dollar a month reality TV. So he's leaving that app. They're not making you spend fifteen. I because they you. realize he's shooting himself in the foot if you say, "Oh no, you can't spend five. You have to spend 15 right. They're going to lose their asses. Right, right, right. They'd have to make. Three times as many customers on HBO Max, not going to happen. Three times a lot yeah. to break even. Sure, so sure, sure. it was like, no, we'll give them their uh, $5 or whatever. Whatever, Boy Islands and <laughs> flip this house, flip this house. whatever. <laughs> I don't know what they have on there, but you know. It makes me wonder how bad. Um, Boy Island, that's from po- that's uh, from uh, Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that's a Pinocchio. I think you're thinking of the porn parody yeah. where the nose grows it's into really, something else. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's, it's a whole different it's thing. Pinocchio. Kevin, you don't find any redeeming value in this movie. I thought it was a heck of a lot I, of fun. I know. No, I think it's me. I don't, and think, I don't think it's good, but I think it's fun. I think you're. You can't see me behind this pole, which might be a good thing because we're talking. About, uh, no, I don't. I don't think this movie was terrible, but I did leave feeling it lacked something and i think it's the reasons to why tom really didn't like it but quality but i did find redeeming (laughs) value but i i agree the story was so so the motivations were so so i agree but i did like i thought channing tatum was very good in the role i thought he was i thought i I like Channing. he has charismatic he's funny but there's a maturity to this mike where mike feels like he's 10 years removed from the first movie because he is yeah and in the second movie like the the whole thing about uh, relatability where he lost his business in the pandemic. A lot of people can relate to that. It was mm-hmm. his dream. He had to give up on his dream that he sacrificed everything to start. And so I think that there was just a lot of, I mean, it was really interesting him having to go through that. And then the guilt, whether I agree with it or not with the other dancers, he owes money to, but sure. he, he feels it. The character feels strong that he has to pay them back. I, I agree with Jason. Take- like, this character is a bit of a martyr, right? And he, and like, mm-hmm. so like the, the building blocks for a good movie mm. are here. Yeah. They just mm. don't I agree. assemble them. It's it's not they're not building blocks. It's Jenga but, and the whole thing comes <laughs> crashing down. I, yeah, you knock one block out, yeah. we're done. Yeah, this My the, favorite episodes of Real Spoilers is a multi-year listener is whenever Tom hates a movie. <laughs> but I've yeah. never been in a position where he's hated a movie where I had to defend it. It's been the other way around. <laughs> And I just I, I want us to be on the same page, Tom. I just don't want this movie to hurt you anymore. I, you know, honestly, like I don't hate this movie in the way that like I hated the whale. Sure, right? Sure, sure, sure. But I like it's frustrating because like the first movie's really good. The second movie is a cash grab, but I get what they're doing, and I also get that the first movie is this very serious, grounded thing, and you really you can't move the ball forward realistically and leave it in the world of male dancing. So, right. like, I get and and like, but male dancing are why people are going. So you you gotta you 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 gotta come up with some dumb reason, and so it's gonna be a dumb movie, and it's not for me, and not everything has to be for me, and that's fine. But like this one is like the worst of both movies into me. This feels that when you said that this was for HBO Max, then it clicked, which makes no sense as a business also decision true. because this movie is it's about a hot property, the yeah. group experience yep. of yep. Of, yeah. of people going at, at, on, on a at girls' night out. I don't know. Obviously, why there they are some boys who like uh, these, movies, but they also but, have the Magic Mike live show now, which tours right. See, that's what they How much does Chippendales have to hate the oh. fact that oh. someone <laughs> invented another male <laughs> dance review brand name? Like they, because they, like they've been they, corner yeah. of the market. The 
the, the Thunder from Down Under. Yeah. Chippendales. And now and then, Magic Mike. But Magic Mike eclipsed them all. Yeah. It was yeah. even real. They're, it was a they're, fake. Di- they're diluting the product. <laughs> yeah. And you know? we know when yeah. it first came out, they were like, hey, great, this is reviving. That's exactly yeah. it. And then yeah. it's yeah. like, the same oh, thing. Oh, I want, I want this like succession style show <laughs> about the behind the scenes of like a mafia esque. No, like, I want ruthless, man, that's a pitch, man. Ruthless well, cutthroat no, they, they, behind they the world. They have the Chippendale of, origin prestige show with Oh, yeah. Do you know that story? I haven't watched that show, but I've seen the. I don't know the story at all. I don't know if the show's any good. The story is crazy good. And like, <laughs> like you need to, to like, like I said, I haven't watched the show itself, so I don't know if the show's any good. But I've seen the the like the the 2020 or Dateline yeah. that they've made Tom about it. All Chippendale material for the story. It's a lot of reading the article. You don't want to know how much weight I gain just to go see is the, the whale. <laughs> is the root of this, Tom? That you don't like Magic Mike because you're actually in the pocket. You're in the pocket of deep. Big Chippendale. Chippendale. Yeah. Big, big Chippendale. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is a smear piece on my, Big Chippendale. Uh, smear. Shirt, you're you a would, Chippendale. You would see my you're a show for Chippendale. Shirt. No, not the tuck. No, just, just a, like, bow tie. a bow tie. If he took off yeah. the hoodie, it's just a bow tie. <laughs> Yeah, you're a but shill for the Chippendale Tom, Tom actually, Industrial Complex. Tom wrote the the skit for Patrick Swayze and Chris yeah. Farley. Yeah, like, that is one of the best like, SNL skits. That's why he was so best. adamant that there had to be hot pants. <laughs> and, I can't and, believe they and didn't banana hammocks. You were like, "There's no oh, banana hammock. It's not real because you're big. You're you're funded by Big Chippendale." I can't believe more women aren't leaving the theater mad that they left their pants on. I agree. Oh, the woman behind me when this movie ended, you're gonna have to censor this, Kevin. I apologize. So. Insert baka here. The woman <laughs> behind me would have ended. She was up a level above me because, again, I was most women by are. nobody. I was in isolation, <laughs> masked up. She goes, That was so fucking <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just like that. Oh my God. And the but I mean, whole like, that's, row that is of like a, seven or eight moms were like, Oh my God. But they so did, the three, they they did the, three, the three women thing with the three dancers and swapped yeah, yeah, them yeah. around. Like, I think there's enough left of the imagination where still yep. the target audience enjoys this movie. I yep. thought it was an odd choice. I totally agree. Especially but, if you're going to go with the hard R. And I, don't, I mean, like they're they're yeah. dropping f bombs yeah. left it's and right. It's not a like, choice gonna, with the pin. Yeah, no. I did the same thing. I was like, "Is this PG thirteen? And then was, and then I started paying. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh no, there's no. lots of f bombs." Yeah, so I still yeah. think the show gave the target audience enough to enjoy. Without, it's just a weird choice for whatever. I don't know the reason, but the dances are still seductive enough. To All wear. I can say is, I hope one day, Jason and Kevin, I hope you two sons of bitches go to Broadway. <laughs> And you buy tickets to Hamilton, and you come out. They come out, and it's a male strip show. And then you have to love it. You have to love it. Like I know you bought a ticket to Hamilton, but no, you're getting a dong shoved in your face, and you will fucking no, like it because they wear pants. Tom, I, also, I guess that's true. I also they wear hope pants. That you don't have to worry about getting that dong. Will be wearing a powdered wig. I, I look forward to that day happening. I hope, I hope Kevin and I are side by side, and as it happens. What are you I'll doing? Do you over... have any time in your schedule this summer for a trip to New York? I will reach over slowly, and I will grab Kevin's hand, and we will hold our hand like Thelma and Louise as those dongs go flying. <laughs> Reveal S, you know, powered by Review STL. Oh. My boner will be powered by Review oh, STL. Oh, Tom and I'd be like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, I just picture the Yelp review now. That was so f- <laughs>
You are in the pocket of Big Chippendale, and I am in the pocket of Big Review STL. I think all of my erections are sponsored by Review STL. <laughs> that's, that's, how we finally great... get, that's how we finally get that blue chew ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I, right. I think there were some things that they could have explored more. The mental health, like health the aspect. plot, um, the butler. Like there was a weird kind of unexplored you, thing there. Not I, Coach Beard. Uh, yeah, right. I wanted, I like if I wanted more of Channing Tatum and the Butler. Like those two guys, like together, I thought were really good. But there was a plot. Was there was a plot of the Butler feeling neglected that they just never addressed. There's one throwaway Is that line. What that was. I'm like, not saying you're wrong, but, but they I'm keep like, looking. At, she keeps talking over him and not letting him speak. Yeah, and they because never, she's crazy. Okay, but well, also are like rich or like looking down on him or disrespectful sure, yeah. or whatever. But he but, clearly he but he picked working for her over the husband, right? Because so, yeah. because she has more balls, like that's right? What he which said. doesn't really whatever. But like, he, there's the scenes where they keep coming back to him, and he's very frustrated yeah, by yeah. her not letting him talk and being dismissed and all that but he never has like the big throwdown like are we supposed to believe that things are great and they never address any of that tension yeah. and then in the end like he's just taking care of the daughter and everyone's happy it's <laughs> yeah, like, all right, right. there's that unresolved conflict which i think they could have explored which would have been interesting of him being like i quit i'm not going to take your bs anymore yeah. good luck figuring all your stuff out and then they maybe have to win him back and right, in right, the right. End like, hey man this thing doesn't work without him yeah can i, I say why. one negative thing i know we're going to be closing oh soon. i mean i know tom would hate to hear you say a negative <laughs> thing about this movie it would break his heart but please why one why does that daughter character even exist <laughs> to narrate why she is a she the narrator accent? of this movie and is the narration from her novel i guess that's her novel I think, like, I think, well, I think that it became the novel, right? Like, I think. The, oh, so the no, daughter ends oh, up wait, writing a novel, the novel about is already a dude, written. Maybe the whole franchise <laughs> has been written by her. Is that like the reveal sometimes. that like this is like she's going to end up writing Magic Mike's life story? Who cares? Who cares about Magic? I feel well, that like, would well, have been I crazy. See, so here's my pitch for Magic Mike Four. Okay. okay. Magic Mike 4D. Magic Mike 4. <laughs> he's now morbidly obese and living by himself. Oh, please. This is the whale. And he just, <laughs> he's insisting on everyone to read him the book <laughs> that the stepdaughter wrote. He's choreographing strip shows. Where did you come from, up with this idea? It's just, I'm just, I'm just riffing. He, he's choreographing. <laughs> yeah. back. He's choreographing his, you know all what? his shows via Zoom. You would have loved The Whale if James Corden starred in it. Oh, <laughs> did you hear oh about that? God. I did. That he was going to be the star of the that movie? It was going to be a different director, too, right? It it was, Tom Ford. There Eternal Animals, your yeah. favorite. So oh, you would have really loved it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Are you guys making this up? No. no it, this is a real... But like, the whale is finding all this critical claim, and James Corden has to come out and be like, "You know, I was supposed to be in that yeah, role." Yeah, of course he does because he's a like, scumbag. Come on, dude. I hate man. That guy Ugh. is the worst. The worst. They they act, okay, Kevin, to... Kevin, and uh, actually all of you guys are all well, except for Joe. Joe's oh. not comfortable in his sexuality, but I, that's not. I don't if know, you, know if that's true at all. <laughs> wow, he analyzes everyone yeah. on this show. Yeah, if you could, glad I passed the could, test. It made sense that that Magic Mike would be quote unquote famous. In at-home mail review entertainment in the Tampa, Florida area, <laughs> that he would have developed a reputation of, hey, there's this hot guy, whatever. Sure, who, right. Big fish, whatever, little pottery. He's, he's famous within his industry. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It didn't make sense in XXL when uh, uh, Elizabeth Banks is introducing it to a crowd full of women from around the country who've come to the stripper convention, male stripper convention. 
and being like, ooh, the magic is back. He hasn't danced in five years. It's Magic Mike. And everybody goes nuts. It's like, why would they anybody would know, of him, yeah. right. know him in South Carolina or whatever? <laughs> that makes sense. Know, it makes even recording. less sense. Yeah, right. Maybe like, if you're following the male stripping industry <laughs> enough to go to the male stripping that's true. Yeah, convention. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. But he this audience wouldn't know who he was from anybody. No. So the idea is she's like, oh, Magic Mike. And there's a fun pun of the mic is Magic Mike. And I don't know. I just, I thought that was that kind was, of funny. That was also, oh, I thought it was horrible. <laughs> you didn't like the <laughs> Magic Mike? No. And his voiceover cute. of the, this girl making wishes to a unicorn for guys to take their clothes off was like, She's like, we're going to reinvent the theater. We're going to invent what the theatrical experience is. I, didn't I was think, like, like, I thought the, the whole. Jesus. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're, but you're not, right? Like, no, right? no. You just replaced what, my, it with something more lowbrow. The movie needs to end with Mike having created a presentation or something that shows that he actually has some kind of creative genius. What he comes up with really is stupid. <laughs> it's a very, the, end, the end show sucks. It's not. It's cheesy. It's goofy. Well, we didn't really see it. I mean, it was just a montage. Like we Enough didn't actually with the see MC. It. Yeah. I've the, seen things like this very similar on Norwegian cruise lines. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like yeah, I, I felt like a cruise show. I went. Yep. To, so Good point. when I was uh, we, we did a, did a cruise last summer, and it was our first time on Norwegian cruise, which I enjoyed. I I my first non Disney cruise as an adult. But I, I, so I was skeptical, but I, we had a great time. But one of the shows one night was like, it was some sort of dance show. And it wasn't like a male dance review, but it was, but, but the dancing in the sets, like, it really reminded me hmm. of the dance show. And we actually ended up leaving early because we're like, this is kind of boring. And so, <laughs> um, and, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it was like cruise ship entertainment. Yeah. Now, I, the, also, I think if they're doing like a strip show, I don't, I think the cheese factor. It needs to be there, you know for what I mean? sure. But yeah, but, but, the if, but, if we're su- but if we're supposed to believe at the end was great, that, that, the rich people that they gonna... bait and switched the people oh, that sure, were sure, there sure. for the highbrow thing, yes. and that if you just give them a cheesy strip show, they're going to love it just as much. Like that's ludicrous. Sure, sure, sure. The but show is... that he choreographed in XXL. I don't know if Kevin remembers this because he hates this movie. I know. <laughs> but the the mirror. There's uh, uh, Ellen's dancer who just passed away is also in it. it was Witch or Stitch or whatever his name was. Yeah. And they do a mirror sequence where Channing Tatum's on one side and he's on the other side and they do the entire routine like in reverse oh, okay. of each other okay. with two women who like are back the to back in the chair. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Harpo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's great. It's really great. And they're on this big stage and there's all these different set pieces and Kevin Nash's Tarzan gets a set piece and they're and then you're like, oh, okay. If they had done that on that stage, you would have been like, minus the the, the rain sequence with the ballerina, because that was that was good. But you'd be like, okay, that makes sense. He did a better Broadway-style show in the West End in a stripper convention in North Carolina <laughs> than he did in the movie where he's supposed to be doing a West End production. the banquet room it, of the Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow. I, 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 I think they missed the mark for sure, but I do think this was kind of returning to the roots of the first one. I liked that it was less of a cash grab to me and I thought explored some interesting things. I do think that we kind of wrote a better movie today, though. As we tend to do, I, I do on this think show. They, I do think that they could have explored different things and gone in depth with them. So I totally agree with what a little bit of what everyone's saying. But uh, I don't. know. I was happy that it wasn't like two to me at least. But 
Yeah, it was. I mean, I just thought it was aggressively. Did your showing average. open with the trailer for the movie? A, tra- no, a trailer that recapped the entire trilogy. No. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. I didn't get that yes. either. Yeah, like, I, I was just like, yep. they showed you a trailer for the for the movie, and yep. I'm just like, I'm already I'm, here. I'm already here. <laughs> you know that, right? I think they do now, that did you get Salma Hayek? I did. I got top. that, too, yeah. where she wouldn't shut up, <laughs> and he didn't get yes. to say, like, one word nope. the whole time. Did they do that? Is it, you go to AMC? No, I went to Marcus. Oh, I went to Marcus, too. I didn't get that. Okay. I went to the very yeah. first showing. I went to the 5 because I had to be there. 5 o'clock <laughs> on Thursday. Which, yeah. You know. Uh, I think that was just because I went on Thursday as well. I think that was early pre-screening. Oh, it was an early. extra oh, that thing was that my, they did. That was our treat. Yeah, that was, that was treat, yeah. at the yeah. draft house. You don't get any of that crap. Yeah. So what did you get? What were your uh, things? So they, they're definitely leaning into don't knock at the cabin door so it's the same pre-roll that i got for oh okay which is fine like i gotta tell you if i if that's what i have to put up with i know but it would have been interesting for i did think the same thing i was like i wonder if they're gonna have different stuff but no it's I mean, not called it... don't knock at the cabin door though by the way whatever it's called. <laughs> knock at the... well, don't do it yeah, we I know. saw I mean, how it ended we, like I don't know. do it yeah. um but no it was just the same pre-roll that i got for knock at yeah. the cabin door gotcha don't actually you have to knock the green door they could have played the patrick swayze chris <laughs> farley good, skit they could yeah. they like, yeah. they really could have pre-programmed yeah, I, some but i think that showed a, uh, the the big scene from the full monty that's yeah. true that's true yeah. there's a, yeah. i mean yeah. i think that depending on the what they kind of like what we do here where it's like okay we're looking at the schedule like that's going to be the big one mm. yeah i think that's what they double down on like next next week i think it'll be a completely different they didn't one double down on limited release magic mike <laughs> three <laughs> i did i should have stripped i walked yeah right i walked into the, the theater end. and the gal goes well <laughs> and i was like what's up she's like it's yours i go what's mine she goes the theater and i was like oh cool <laughs> you're really the only one there <laughs> legit the, the only one and I you like get so posters. I, he's like, cool. Yeah. I won't have to put a newspaper. That's over right. My yeah, just, like th- right here. this crowd isn't poster, going to Tom? the draft house. What's that? No. Did you get a poster? I did not. <laughs> I got a poster. Oh. <laughs> Is it a like a full sized one? He's been nah, holding it up with one, one hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is the, that is true. This is not the. Like yeah. this is. Not I also what the crowd I also is. saw it at like eleven fifty on a Friday morning. Yeah. So it's oh, like, okay. you know. Yeah. Uh, well, so you were just a weirdo a who showed Saturday. up before lunch to see a male. I was. Movie. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I did look at the theater and I was like, oh, cool. Like I'm. I'm it's only a day early. Like I'll just pick that one right there. They were like, this guy better buy a lot of concessions. <laughs> yeah. Someone came in and waited on you yeah. doing this. Yeah. Did you buy anything? Yeah. Would you like? <laughs> Sir, would you like uh, butter on your popcorn, or will you be making your own? I'll be making my own. Thank you very much. Sir, we have uh, Jergens or Aquaphor. Aquaphor is preferable, please. Unscented, if you can. Thank you. Nice to get a little exfoliation in while I'm multitasking. Right, right. I I just can't imagine ordering, like, Breakfast chicken tenders at an Alamo draft That's exactly house. What I got. There's like, eggs on top of the chicken tenders. With, yeah, with, with 11 a.m. mother and child. That was 11.50. To so watch cl- this movie, it was like, close this movie at eleven a.m. Yeah. on a Friday would suck. So yeah, this is a this is a like after seven p.m. movie with a bunch of middle aged women. Yes, that's I absolutely believe that. Yeah, yeah. but not what I got. So uh, anyway, I guess that's it for this one. We can all agree this movie was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't watch this one again. No. I mean, the- I, I you know I've never watched the first Magic Mike again, but I would. Yeah, but uh, I would. But the other ones, no. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, anyway, I guess that's it for this one. Uh, let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And uh, Jason, where can they find you and your wares? On Twitter for now, at Binge Movies. On Instagram, at Binge Movies Lives. Binge Movies is the parodious to the gradius <laughs> that is real spoilers. From myth to laughter, uh, that's what we do. And you can check us out on wherever you find podcasts. I, uh, you just did a Police Academy series. Yes, in the not-too-distant not future, a brand new season's going to start. And it's going to be Police Academy with fake host of Real Spoilers, <laughs> Matt F. Basler. I can't wait to listen to that. I, uh, I, I saw, uh, I watched a movie. I can't remember what it was called, but it was a documentary of sorts with Dana Gould and Bobcat Goldthwaite. Okay. And they were on their way to somewhere together, and they got in a car wreck. And so it's them telling that story and then also on stage simultaneously doing stand-up. And Bobcat Goldthwaite told a story where he s- said TMZ asked him, uh, with all the reboots of of movies, oh, <laughs> why isn't there a Police Academy reboot? And he's like, well, because the stars of the movie keep killing civilians. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Wow. <laughs> and, then, and then he said that he, he got a lot of heat because apparently uh, those movies are very popular with, with Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks. And I'm like, but why? Like you, if you made, if you tried to make Police Academy today, people yeah. would lose their shit about you besmirching yeah, the right. police. The same people that would embrace that are Smokey and the Bandit, yep. right? And and uh, and then Bobcat said that he got in more trouble because they asked him again about Police Academy, and he was like, "I'm hoping they do a remake, but do it like 21 Jump Street and make it a comedy." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh my gosh yeah. so uh, anyway i just thought i would share those two little how points. many was he in uh, i think he was in like two, two or three three and oh, okay. four i okay, think okay. and then he bails yeah. i think yeah oh, good for him yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh but anyway and you can find me on twitter at uh roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe you can find the show online facebook.com slash real spoilers while you're there like the page join the group do all the things and don't forget our patreon so that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time gaz refuses to perform if men are in the audience get ready for a spoiler won't say it twice cause we already warned you better watch out it's gonna ruin the plot Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.